Jacob Sanderson, Billy Milestone, and your host, Thomas Tipple. Dynasty Podcast. This is the Full Tilt. Full Tilt. Jacob Sanderson, Billy Milestone, and your host, Thomas Tipple. This is the Full Tilt Dynasty Podcast. You're mocking me, aren't you? Oh, no, 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 no. Buzz looking alien! You always surprise me, buddy. You, you always, <laughs> I don't even know how that one was relevant. <laughs> I love, I love, I, just, I honestly just went and... Uh, tried to find something that said mock and in, in, in it and that was short and then i had to alter uh, it so you know we didn't get copyright uh tagged so hey this I, is what i came up with this is the big mock draft show i'm your host with the most time on his hands i'm thomas stipple ff to my right as always is uh, ff underscore rtdb uh lead analyst at roto underworld and we got below us big billy ff bucks in six man himself congratulations mr milwaukee uh, thank you, thank you. As as much as your hat is having a sad time, that T-shirt is having a good one. I um, could not find my Bucks hat, so this yeah. is what we're riding with <laughs> today. This, this is what we have. Of course, of course, this is the Full Tilt Dynasty podcast. We are full tilting our way through some injury stuff that we're only going to touch on briefly because it's been done to death. We're not going to sit here and and you know get hung up like you know our our wives just dumped us or girlfriends or boyfriends or however you're rolling uh just left us we're, we're not going to sulk about it we're going to move forward we're going to touch on it briefly uh we are doing a mock draft show today this is our first mock draft we're going to do another one uh before kickoff and kind of see where things have changed the point of this mock draft and i'm going to explain a little bit more when i do the old uh, out and in there uh the point of this one is uh we all have very prominent styles every everyone you know talks to jacob about his style and his drafts and how he does things we always call billy the 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 man without hats and there's myself who has been trying to let go of fading quarterbacks we'll see if that happens this time we're gonna take it to the board and i will explain how that's going to work but first if you haven't yet you should go to fulltaildynasty.com. That's right. The boys themselves have their own website, complete with a blog, a forum. You can submit questions, you know, trying to get that community building up a place with great discussions. There are some there now. So go to fulltaildynasty.com and do that. And of course, I just want to mention that you were, I believe, tell me you get this date right, but August 7th, this is going to be a big show, big time show for the boys over here at the Full Tilt Dynasty podcast as Captain Controversy himself, the man who, who accumulates clicks, the man that 
gets the news out there. The man in front of the whiteboard on TikTok himself. Uh, the Podfather is joining the Full Tilt Dynasty podcast. Jacob always loves my intro to that. Well, you're, always- my intro would be like my boss and a fairly nice guy. <laughs> that doesn't, that that doesn't be- bring the clicks, okay? So it's just a very different vibe. I have to – I have to. I have to introduce him as if he's Thanos because that's what I do. All right. Yeah, or I, what just I, like, do. I just like, oh, like my guy. He's Matt. A great- <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you know him as that, but everyone else knows him as a hell of a character. And guess what? He is, and he doesn't do a lot of these, but guess what? He's gracious enough to to appear for us at the Full Tail Dynasty podcast. Uh, a lot thanks to our mate over there to my right. And of course. <laughs> Uh, joining us today, uh, that's Patrick the Alpaca uh, behind me, here to handle all your HR and, and questions and comments that you submit to us. That's Patrick. Uh, guys, with the news of August 7th coming around with the Podfather, a special Saturday edition at 12 o'clock Central Standard Time, and the news coming in this week, I just want to go over it really quick, just really fast. Acres, it sucks. That's all you're going to get from me. Jacob. Yeah, look. Uh, if you want my take on Cam Akers uh, or on Terrell Henderson, uh, you can get that uh, in a way that the pen is mightier than the sword. So uh, <laughs> you can go to fulldillbynasty.com. You can read my thoughts on everything Cam Akers and Terrell Henderson related as it goes to Dynasty, as it goes to seasonal leagues and best ball. Uh, you can go to playerprofiler.com and you can read my piece on Darrell Henderson there. So uh, I talked about it in long form uh, on both sites about Akers, about Henderson. All I say here is just – Look, I mean, it, it sucks a ton, and it sucks first and foremost from a real-life perspective. Uh, you know, these people put their body on the line every day for our entertainment, our enjoyment. Most importantly, though, their livelihoods, their families. I mean, for someone like Cam Akers, whether he was one of your favorite players in the NFL, someone you were never drafting, whatever, like – that's a dude who needs his legs to feed his family, right? So that's that's where our heart should always be first. No matter what, I think we all wish him the absolute best in his recovery. And, you know, I think we all know what, what odds he's against. I think he knows that a lot better than anyone. And no matter what you think, you know, I hope that you're all rooting for him as hard as you can to come back in a big way next season. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Billy, real quick, 30 seconds on Cam Makers. Yeah, I, it's the exact same thing. It's an absolutely horrible situation. Like this man just got up to his dream and now facing that. Like <laughs> the, the odds are at. Don't don't you laugh at what I just said, Jim? No, I'm laughing again. <laughs> uh, no, I mean it's a it's a horrible situation. Um, Jacob summed it up perfectly. Uh, from a fantasy perspective, Daryl Henderson is interesting. I don't think he's going to be pushing as an RB1 this year. Um, There is some weird, like, growing camp news that they're defending Xavier Jones. So if you're looking at a deeper pick in fantasy leagues, go ahead and add Xavier Jones. Other than that, I I drafted in round 18 of a best ball league already today. Uh, Other than that, it's just a really sad situation. Adrian Peterson's about to come and rush for 2,000 yards and show us all that he can still play. I would, okay. I would love it. Like Adrian Peterson on the Rams getting 1,000 yards rushing at 37 years old would be the only way that this Acres thing becomes remotely salvageable. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I would enjoy that so much. Okay. More pressing news. Again, we're only going to touch on it for a few minutes because we want to get to this draft as soon as possible and not bore everyone to tears. It's Michael Thomas deciding to get surgery a month before training camp or a month before preseason. 
Instead I always of, thought he looked like Scotty Pippen. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> Obviously, this is kind of a big deal. Now the Saints have even more question marks for their offense. The only question mark, remember when Thomas was out, Taysom Hill was starting, and they fed Alvin Kamara the ball on the ground and in the air for a few weeks, and it was like magical until Taysom Hill stole one of uh, Kamara's rushing touchdowns for no reason. Um, look, obviously he gets the bump. We all think they're going to lean on him. Great for for. Alvin, uh, real quick, Billy, 30 seconds, Michael Thomas, big deal, not a big deal, sell, buy, what do you think? Uh, I put it on Twitter. I'm not going to talk about the receiving core because that's this man's job. And uh, absolutely, I think it's uh, Alvin Kamara to the moon. Um, if there's one like sneaky, sneaky upside player, uh, it might be Latavius Murray just because they have continuously decided to meter out uh, Kamara's touches. And I think if that is going to be the case this year and Thomas is going to be gone for, what, four to six weeks to start the season, uh, Latavius Murray could be getting a lot, a lot, a lot of rushing snaps. So absolutely, I'd be looking to him as yep. a potential like yep. late-round get. I couldn't big, agree big more. Boy. Could not agree more on Latavius. I mean, he, like I've seen the narrative that this is – means they're going to go to Taysom Hill, means they're going to rush more, they're going to want more of a Latavia style, more south. I think that is definitely possible. But I think regardless, uh, they don't have any wide receivers like at all. They have Traquan Smith, uh, Marquez Calloway, Deontay Harris, who's like a gadget guy to me. I, I don't think he's a real wide receiver. Shaquem Grant. Um, yeah, and then they have uh, their fourth wide receiver right now is a guy named Jawan Johnson, who I actually just found out existed uh, an hour ago. So, uh, like – <laughs> if they sustain another injury, I assume they're going to get a veteran wide receiver, but like there's not any good yeah. veteran wide receivers on the market. No. Uh, so I think if you're going to see Kamara split out in the slot and Latavius in the backfield, like a decent amount. I think even if that happens for 10, 15, 20% of the snaps, that means that's a boost to Latavius's volume in terms of snap percentage on the field. Uh, in terms of the wide receiver core, first off for Michael Thomas, uh, I think it's, it's not like a small deal because – I don't think that this happened by accident. I think either he had surgery in January and it didn't take, or he thought he could heal it up without surgery and then found out he needed it. Uh, it's definitely a concern. Like this injury lingered last year. He got injured and then he came back and then he re-injured it. Wasn't good in the playoffs. And then he like then it lingered all the way through offseason. So uh, would it totally stun me if this lingered all the way through this season? You know, no. And then what are we looking at? Then it's two years of injury riddled. Uh, and then he's 29, and then he's Odell Beckham, right? So that'll mean that I'll still draft him in every league, but it'll mean that he'll have a lot less value. Uh, so it's definitely a concern. Uh, the risk is way higher. I wouldn't move him into a different tier, but I would move him like totally to the bottom of his tier is sort of how I'm looking at it. And none of that is to do with the fact that he's probably going to miss six games. Like if I was 100% sure that he's going to miss six games, come back healthy in week seven, I so wouldn't care. But uh, I'm just a little bit worried about the injury lingering. That's all. Yeah. It's going to be a weird situation. Uh, look, all the injuries right now, those are two big ones. Everything else. It's populist, 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 populist. Yeah. Don't go crazy. Okay. For most of these players, we kind of knew it was going to happen anyway. Yeah. This is just classic Twitter overreactions. Don't adjust ranks because of Twitter overreactions. Right. If that's like, the case, you definitely need to be listening to the fantasy walkabout and how to avoid these kind of decisions, tilt trading, value boosting and dumping because of Twitter spec. It's not great. And look, I just want to point out something that Jacob and I spoke to off air. 
when a dude on a radio station says, yeah, Deshaun Watson's totally going to get traded. And then I see Deshaun Watson trades three hours later in multiple leagues. Chill. Don't overreact to everything you hear, guys, because it's going to hurt you in Dynasty down the road. Just take it in, breathe, do a little bit of research, hit up your favorite analysts, shows, podcasts, have a listen, have a think, breathe, take a minute, take it all in, and then react. Uh, the other thing – oh, Jacob, what what's up? Oh, I just want to touch on the Watson thing for one second. Like, um, So part of it I think is true. right? Like, I believe Schefter in the sense that he has an intuition about the Eagles. I mean, obviously – like the Eagles are one of a few teams that have a super unsettled quarterback situation. They have three first round picks in 2022. So would it shock me in the slightest if the Eagles are doing their homework on Deshaun Watson? Uh, of course not. But like guys, like Deshaun Watson is not playing this year. Like there is very convincing evidence that he sexually assaulted 22 women. Like that's not going to happen. I'm I'm not particularly convinced he's going to play in the NFL ever again. But I'm I'm so 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 convinced he's not playing in 2021. I, I just right. don't see how it's going to yeah. happen. Like Adrian Peterson got held out on an exempt list the entire year for potentially disciplining his kid with a switch. Like you think that Goodell's just going to let Watson play under 22 allegations of sexual assault. There is a 0.0% chance. And I I just, I really don't think he's playing this year. So there's no way that the Eagles are going to trade for him while he's still on the exempt list. Like that makes sense. And the Texans wouldn't trade him while he's on the exempt list because they're going to wait and see because they're not going to want to get anything for him while his playing future. So would it surprise me if this trade happened in the off season? No, but then we're looking at the same situation we've always been looking at for Hurts, which is that he's probably going to score a ton of fantasy points this year, and his yep. job is extremely unsafe, and it's on him to prove himself this I year. I saw – this is a key thing, and look, as we, if you don't listen to the fantasy walkabout, you need to go and do that. That's myself and Tom Lee, either on Monday or Tuesday nights, okay? you got to do that. But Check one it. thing that we stress about all the time is having – uh, links in your league, always having your ear to the ground to, to get a listen. Soon as that knows, news broke, I kid you not, I saw Jalen Hurts get traded for uh, Mac Jones and a third, and I was like, are we panicking because of a bad report that Sleeper put? Not a bad – I'm not saying it's a bad report that Sleeper put out to, like, trash Sleeper reporting. Like, they did their job. It was great. It was said. But you didn't, did you look into it at all? Did you – you know what I mean? Like, let's yeah. take a second to breathe and let it all in. Don't the, overreact. The just absolute, react. The absolute craziest thing is that if Deshaun Watson is going to Philadelphia, let's say 100% that's happening tomorrow, we can't stop it. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is going to Houston. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I think that's right. almost a guarantee. Like, yeah, exactly. Which, Especially which because he's in the we, exact same position as he is look, now. I, I don't look, get it. Like, but he doesn't have Devonta Smith, and you, anyway, um, look. Yeah, you um, have Brandon Cooks, Billy's yeah, exactly. favorite player. So yes, look, absolutely. the way I see it, because one thing we talk about on the fantasy walk about all the time is that leagues happen more than just startup season, right? It's easy to get your content from startup season. Hell, we're gonna do a startup mock draft right now, but a lot of time, a lot of people got Jalen Hurts for late seconds and third round picks in their rookie drafts. When it came out last year, unless you were like way ahead and truly believed, you're not even getting your value back for that in that case. So it's like, just don't overreact. And that includes, and I'm only going to touch on this for like half a second, the anti-vax stuff going on in the NFL right now is going to be the news. It's going to come out all throughout the weekend. It's going to be more and more and more chill. Sit tight, relax, breathe, right? Billy, you know know that term, relax, relax better than yeah. any of us R-E-L-A-X. here on the show. 
exactly. Yeah. Do how not much you, overreact. How much would you kill with your Rogers toss on an R-E-L-A-X to I, I would love it. Look, I would feel... so that, that's it for our news. That's our news. That's a roundup. We're going to get to uh, one, at, one at, you know, it's be- it's becoming more popular than the people VRTDB. I got to tell you, I get a lot of messages about it, but Billy right now is standing undefeated because he's a dick and he likes to make these questions really hard. And Jacob and I are going to put our collective brains together, come back, <laughs> and we're going to take on Billy on the- and his big board on the stat corner. If you haven't seen the stat corner, I'm going to come back and I'm going to explain to you how it's going to go. Okay, sit tight, hang in there. We're going to be right back. Uh, come back and join us now. I don't know where Jacob went. I think he snuck away. He's grabbing uh, a book. There he goes. Yeah, he'll probably grabbing a book. Oh, oh. I'm grabbing, I'm grabbing a beer, not a book. I mean, okay. Bill, Billy's the one who reads. I'm the one who drinks. <laughs> Amen. Look, if you haven't seen Billy's stat corner yet, uh, me and Jay, we're going to take five to seven minutes to answer Billy's trivia questions. We're going to get three strikes and one hint. Uh, we haven't done it yet, as you can see at uh, the bottom right. Uh, <laughs> if you're watching this via video, uh, he's 8-0 because he's a dick. And he makes these really hard, and they all somehow have something to do with MVS. Which is, <laughs> he he always goes too obvious. At least he says obvious, and one like completely. Last week we got stumped by Jimmy freaking Graham. That so was this so week, go and check that out. We do wow. these every week. So Billy, uh, what is it this week? All right. So every week I've done these, and obviously I've done eight. You're half smiling, and you've done seven. Yeah, we had our <laughs> right. we had our imposter Billy stat corner also was Billy wore a mask. But going on, every time I've done it with players, and today I want to do it with teams. Okay. So okay, looking at player or looking at teams, I'm going to ask y'all what three teams led the league in intended air yards last year. Very simple. Easy oh, question. I actually think we have a chance at this one. The these three teams were ranked one, two, three in intended air yards. All right. So let's, so let's just, make, just let's total just total air yards. Okay. Intended air yards, yes. Let's let's make a short list so Tampa. here. Nah, one sec, one sec. Uh, that one might be, but well you said let's make a list. I was just giving Okay, yeah, the Tampa list. for sure is in the mix. I think Houston uh, is like hundred percent gonna be on there. Okay. Um Kansas City. Seattle. Seattle's in the mix. Um, who else threw for a lot of yards last year? Kansas City's always there. Yeah, yeah Kansas City's going to be on there, I think. Dallas, maybe. No, nah, I don't, I don't think they did it enough with Danucci. Yeah, ben Danucci. Danucci. Um, he did that name else. in the mob episode. I'm trying to think who's going to be the weird one. Yeah, that's already. I'm already thinking who's going to be the weird one. Uh, his face. It it is so hard pulling these stats. Oh, you know, like two good ones and a weird one. Uh, Cincinnati threw a ton of passes last year. Uh, even yeah. though Burrow, they threw a lot of passes. Uh, the Niners actually threw a ton of passes last year. Deep though, because um, it's got to be intended air yards. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Mullins threw a deep. Usually the other team, but he chucked a deep. Station. <laughs> um, who else? Okay. Okay. Oh, Atlanta is always in the mix. Atlanta, they they throw it a lot. So I think let's say Houston and knock that one out first. I think Houston and KC are I feel the best about. 
All right, let's let's start with Tom Houston. Brady. Tom Brady had the most downfield attempts of his entire career last right. season, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So that's why I think Tampa for sure. But that's those three seem too obvious. Let's start with okay. Houston. Okay, let's go. We're gonna start with Houston number one. This one's wrong. Locking in Houston. Oh, man. Houston yeah. is not on the list. What? How? Houston. Houston is actually pretty far down. Uh, they sure. are. He chucked it so much. They are number nine. With oh, a forty-eight hundred air yards, Bills wild wow, card. Stunned. Drew Lock had oh, a bunch Bills. of intended. Yeah, Bills actually is a great guess, but they kind of threw it short a lot. They were that. an intermediate passing team. Just because Josh Allen has a big can, it doesn't mean he threw it deep, which is deceiving. Okay. It's still got to be Kansas City, right? Think about all those passes that were perfectly yeah. thrown to Michael Hardman. Just, just in the Tampa, the first Tampa Bay game <laughs> where uh, Hill got. 280 yards alone. So let's say Kansas City. Let's lock in KC. And if we get two wrong out of the gate here, we're just going to bury our heads in the sand. Kansas City is number five. Oh, my God. What What the fuck? What are these? Okay, this list is dumb, then. It's fixed. It's rigged. (laughs) Kale, do you want to say Tampa? I don't know. No one in Tampa got yak ever, did they? I'm just demoralized now. Oh, what about about, uh, the Chargers? They, I feel like I always I remember, I remember like a lot well, of look because it's not completed. Be it's like, intended because the yeah. like Herbert threw like a ton of just so deep it's really balls just, to so Guyton for no reason. But it's really just like who threw the most pass attempts and like threw a lot of them deep, right? Like like Atlanta feels like it makes sense. I mean, Atlanta threw most of their passes to Ridley, and Ridley is like incapable of getting What's yards. What's up, Husker? So the Husk. Hmm. What up, what up, Dustin? Uh, you got a guess for us, Dustin? Um, I, I don't know. I'm I'm fine with whatever. I'm fine with the box. I'm fine with the bills. I'm fine with the fall. It's so demoralizing to come out of the gate shitting the bed like this. Yeah, we already got two strikes, and and Billy's hey, I'll take our first... he's not going to throw five wild pitches in a row. I'll take I'll take a hint. I'll take our hint now. Yeah, definitely. Let's get the hint going. All I'm right, Kendall Hinton. Hmm. I, I wasn't prepared for a hint. Well, you should have. Been we prepared. ask for one every week. Um, all of them have QBs that are not on rookie contracts. Okay, so not Josh Allen, not so, Herbert. So Seattle. So I, did Seattle? Seattle throw enough. I, I feel better about the Falcons than I feel about Seattle. Okay. Wait. Oh fuck you. Okay. Oh. Hmm. He lied. This is bullshit. Restart. Reset. The information is not keep correct. Keep, I'm going to give you all a minute. You muted yourself, Billy. I, I, need a, I need to look up a stat real quick. Oh, God. Just, you fucked just it up. Just to put, put a qualifier on something, okay? okay. Billy fucked it up. All uh, right. So let's let's think about it for a minute here, Jacob. We got Kansas City wrong, Houston wrong. So yeah. we're both. All right, let's, let's rule a bunch out. So obviously not the Patriots, not the Jets. Not the Dolphins, so the, so the Bills maybe, then uh, uh, not Baltimore, not Cleveland, not well. Wait, maybe it's, Pittsburgh. Okay, it's intended right. air yards. So so one of them had a player on a rookie contract start for a couple games. So the Bills are out. Yeah, the Bills are out. Start for a couple of games. Um. Okay. But the other two, they one. definitely aren't on a rookie. Okay, so not not since then because that's more than a couple. What games. up, Luke Veer? Uh, that one's not Seattle. Obviously, Seattle could still be right. Uh, Atlanta could still be right. Tampa could still be right. 
Um, a couple of games. The Eagles? No. The, oh, well. Mm. Oh! The, the Cowboys. Ben DiNucci's on a rookie contract. I... No, but he only started for one game, not not a couple, not a couple. Yeah, intended air yards. Oh man, Billy, you fucked us again. Okay, um, yo, the hint, the the hint, Luke Veer was um, the team. One of these teams had one player on the rookie contract start for a couple of games, and the rest of the teams had none. Just okay. I I still so feel I, wanna... like, I still feel better about the Falcons than anyone else, but I'm open to whoever you, you want. I go... felt good about the last two, and those who... were wrong. It's about who had a shitty defense, needed to throw, and didn't run the ball. So like, Atlanta fits the bill. Yeah, and then the the Steelers also threw it a ton, but I think that they threw it like short all the time. Well, yeah, their yeah, yeah. their a dot was horrendous. So I think the Falcons because I I, I can't remember. LA, like, no, no, not not them. I feel best about the Falcons, but I mean, we're going to be wrong on, on a lot of these guys anyways. So. Okay. So let's say do you want to lock in the Falcons. Cause sure, I'd Matt rather Ryan did throw misery. the ball a ton for a ton of yards. Yeah. Atlanta <sighs> is number two. All right. We yeah. got one. We're, we're on the, the board. We're in the ball game. We're in the ball game. Baby. Okay. We're in the ball game. All right. We got one. Come on, we Dustin. You non-believer. He said Billy nine and out. We're, we're, <laughs> we're in the ball game. <laughs> Okay, who's okay, the okay. who's the team that had a rookie start a couple of games? Because that's that or a rookie contract start a couple of games. That should be easiest to figure out. Like, okay. it, it could Philly, be Dallas, Denver, it could be Philly, uh, Denver. Oh no, Locks are more than a couple. Oh right, okay, so um, Philly. I don't think I, that's the one. I don't yeah. either. It could be like like it could be the one. Like Wentz, like like chucked it completely out of play, like so often. <laughs> um, okay, okay. Uh, so, we have an entire video about it. We do. Uh, I think I think it's secretly Covey Philly. Um, who else? Tampa. Uh, oh, rookie, rookie. Yeah, but but well, they Philly. can be on the list. But I don't, they're not that one, right? Same with Seattle. They're not that. Who one. else um, started a rookie for a couple of games? Uh, Dal. Well, rookie contract, right? So it could be Dallas. Dallas. Uh, but I think Philly's actually a better guess than Dallas. And I don't know anyone else. Like, since like Burrow played more than a couple. Um. When you say a couple, are we going by the definitions of two? More than one. There is more than one. So a few. I think they, I think they, like logically though, it can't be like Burrow or Locke. Like they they played more than one game. Okay. So, it so could Dallas, be Burrow or Locke. it's not gonna be Burrow or Locke because he, he wouldn't have like he wouldn't have mixed it up because they were the actual starting quarterback. It's I, I yeah, like I, I I think it's like maybe Dolphins, I think like Probably Eagles or or Cowboys or someone like that. The football team wouldn't have done it. No, they were too busy jumping off to Logan Thomas and uh, and McKissick. McKissick Mr. was negative. Mr. Bulked up, J- bulked JD up. McKissick. All right, let's let's just guess because we're we're running behind the eight ball here. Yeah, who, who do you want? We got I, a mock draft. I I feel best about Philly, I, but I don't really have a huge preference. If you like anyone else, just go with them. Ah, uh, I want to go obvious and say Tampa. All right, say Tampa then. Tampa. Tampa Bay is number one. Let's okay. go! We Only got one two more. in the game! Only one more. Okay, and neither of those teams started a rookie for a couple of games. So anyone who didn't start someone on a rookie contract for a couple of games, we can toss them out. So it's got to be – I feel like it's Philly. 
Who else well, had a rookie start a couple those, of games? Look, like rookie. Well, rookie contract doesn't have to be a rookie, right? Right, right. Who, who? Let's think of the quarterback carousels that happen in the NFL, right? So, who missed time? Like, it's. I think we're. I think it's got to be Philly or it's got to be Dallas. I, I really don't think did, it's anyone else. Did Bridgewater play every game or did Bridgewater yeah, miss a game? Because Bridgewater just loves checking air yards. But he supported running backs, receivers. Like he overthrew and underthrew DJ Moore deep a lot. I, like a lot. I, I will be stunned if it's the Panthers. Like I just they do fit the bill though, because PJ Walker started a game. Yeah, exactly. But no, there's he started one, one game. He started one game, not two. There's multiple. one team that isn't the answer, but I can't believe y'all haven't mentioned them. Well, no. Well, who cares? They're not the answer. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's fine. I'll talk about it after this. I just okay. If you say Philly, I'm gonna trust you. You're my guy. I, all right, I'm gonna say Philly, and I'm just gonna live with it. Because even Hurts threw it deep. Hurts threw it deep. deep. That's what I'm saying. They chuck it okay, deep. Okay, we're gonna lock in Philadelphia. They tried. Always sunny in Philly. Come on, Philly. Come on, Wentz. You've never. I lost. Yes! 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 Carson Wentz, baby, I believe in you. I believe in you. You and your incomplete passes. Hey, Husker! I should have prepared a better hint. Yes! That's what it's Check the one at the bottom. Should have prepared a better hint. That's what I'm talking about, Jacob. This must be out like Justin Tuck. And cheers. <laughs> cheers. Let's go. Yeah, that's one up. All right. Let's mock draft this bitch. <laughs> that's what's up. You never count the boys out of the game. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> oh, we're too hyped for this, but God, it felt so good. Oh, I can't Look. wait to clip that. I can't wait to clip that. Before we move on, oh, it's just I'm going to bask in it. The king is dead. <laughs> Suck it, Joffrey. All right, look. Uh, um, yes. Look, we got a question here from Sean before we go on. Sean, I hope I say this right. Goglin. Yeah. Uh, he states, what's up, dudes? So I got this Fantasy in Frames charity tournament, 12-team PPR Superflex IDP in a 23-round slow draft currently. Not sure how I like my team so far. I have Saquon, so Bill uh, Jacob's already like in. Yeah, I'm in. Saquon Herbert. I, I'm in. Najee, Burrow, Javante, okay. Devin White, Chase Claypool, Kenny Galladay, oh, Devonta Smith, Joey Bosa, Minka, Damian Harris kind of screwed the pooch on the solid tight ends. Well, they don't solid. matter if you get a top three anyway, unless it's Yeah, you hit. missed out on the big ones. Uh, thoughts on what I should target? Uh, you starts. Uh, oh, DL, oh we're not, go to we're Tom. Go to Tom. He's, so he's look, the only one who knows anything about IDP here. So look. Um, I I. Uh, look, All right, sure. Well, I you, resent that fact. We're not. Uh, we're I not don't. Super, but here, here, here's how I feel look, when IDP comes. You should. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you should definitely. You should definitely be um, asking Hollywood IDP, but for sure. But I mean, honestly, if there's no running backs, I would say get a prime receiver. You don't really have those. Dep it look. So it's all league dependent. I'm going to shut this down. So it's all league dependent. If your IDP, say linebackers, actually end up scoring the same as running backs, right? So the way your tackles are set up or you get points for assisted tackles. Oh, and it's premium. Look. 
I love draft that Gerald draft. Everett in like the 20. Yeah, you're you're in a good spot. You got superstars in Bosa, Fitzpatrick, Devin White, studs on the IDP. That's fine. I would be trying to stack your running back, wide receiver, yeah. maybe grab another quarterback if you can. Like it's all dependent. If linebackers are the bread and butter. Maybe you're trying to find that guy. Maybe try to find a guy like Buda Baker who scores a ton of points because of deflections and tackles and assists and sacks and picks. Uh, it's all team dependent. I defer all my IDP to Hollywood IDP uh, or the IDP guys. Uh, but that's what I would do personally if there aren't any offensive players you actually really love on the board. Focus on that because a lot of the waiver wire pickups, there's going to be linebackers that start for a game like an LJ Fort that's just going to, for no reason, have 11 tackles. I feel like IDP is more the uh, waiver situation than the offensive players will be. They're always harder to come by in IDP leagues, uh, in my opinion. Um, so hopefully we answered your question. When we come back, the boys and I are going to mock the shit out of this episode so sit tight we're going to come back we're going to mock this i'm going to explain how we're doing it because uh i personally think it's a little bit different sit tight also real quick gonna jump in can't believe y'all didn't say cardinals I thought that was going to be the obvious. Oh, no, they're, they're, they're the they're the horizontal they, raid. They threw they threw <laughs> eight yard out routes to DeAndre no, Hopkins. I, I understand that you're from Texas Tech, so you think Cliff Kingsbury is an offensive genius, but and you said my last uh, name perfectly. Whoa, whoa. Let's go. That's two weeks in a row. I had a, a somewhat difficult last name, and guess what? I nailed both of them. Your boy's learning not, how to read and enunciate correctly. I will so not take that thing. slander on my opinions of fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. So the way the way this draft is going to work is pretty simple. What I have with me is a mock. Is not sorry, not a mock draft. It's a dynasty startup that I did a, a couple of weeks ago. And basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be playing the role of the other people in this draft, while also sticking to my strategy that I had in that draft. And these guys are going to have to maneuver their way around it. The reason I picked this draft is it was so perfect in that it had a QB hoarder, a heavy RB, a zero RB, a tight end hoarder, etc. So this is how it's going to be. It's a 12-team PPR tight end premium 0.5, including vets and rookies. Okay, this is how we're doing it. We're all picking from spots. I live at the 111 on a regular basis out of 36 dynasty leagues. I've drafted in the 11 spot 29 times. I'm not kidding. I counted. It's disgusting. I meant for the spot. Jacob is picking the 108 and Billy at the 104. We are not going to sit here and hammer home and con and converse about each pick for 10 minutes. We're going to keep it short, 30 seconds. I'm going to be popping these guys' questions in between while managing the board. If you have got all that and you're all set and revved and ready, boys, I hope you've got your sheets and your info. At the end of this, we're just going to briefly talk it out so i'm gonna hit the start button hopefully this is all gonna work smoothly and i'm not gonna screw it up so gentlemen very quick question yes how many flex spots there's one okay one so if you go to, if you go to your little thing called the roster tab all right oh i see i see okay so jacob is learning how to receiver. use sleeper live we have quarterback two running backs flex. three right, wide right. a tight end a flex a super flex and we're going to draft one bench i brought that up because i think people think that it doesn't matter 
if you have if you can start three wide receivers and three flexes, that means you can start six wide receivers, right? So like forms of zero RB, the zero RB extended family becomes way more no, you're right. once you reduce it down to three wide receivers, one flex. Now, you know, I wanted it as, as simple for the people as possible. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. It's sure. easy for us to remember that Superflex isn't actually the like standard play style. Right. Uh, for people right now, it's just our standard play style. Mm -hmm. This is our kind of preferred uh, starting roster and with but like 15 bench, right? That's our preferred <laughs> dynasty. We're not we're not gonna sit here and draft all of that. I know some shows do. We're not them. We try to be a little bit different as much as we can be. Anyway, so if you guys are ready, we're gonna kick this off. We're gonna go. These guys, this dude is on the clock. We're gonna set the player. Give me one second. It's obviously gonna be Patrick. Whoa, Mahomes. whoa, 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 whoa. I know, I know. We're going off the grid already. We're going ham right now. Um, mediocre quarterback Kyler Murray. Yep, absolutely okay. mediocre quarterback Kyler Murray. Oh, so this is, how, this is how this is how this draft really started. Hey, look, I told you I'm reading off of a draft board right now that I have okay. down here in front of me. I was gonna try to hide this. Uh, first seven picks better be a quarterback. Uh, hey, it depends on these guys. That's because Dustin right? knows that I'm an eight, so he, he knows that uh, <laughs> once he gets to eight, the quarterback run ends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, so you know, Billy, you Billy, you know that up. I spit on your superflex worship. You see, you see, yeah, the superflex. Um, uh, what do you what do you always refer to the uh, the superflex? Whatever. Uh, quarterback derangement syndrome. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Billy, you're on the clock here. You see three quarterbacks come off the board quick. Who are you snapping up real quick? All right. Usually and I will this, judge you for this. Usually I, this is how I tend to expect these drafts to go. So when I'm saying at this point, I like to pick at right around the four or five because I think there's four QBs and then a fifth. And then I expect running backs to start coming off. Yeah. I, I think it's tears, tears, tears break next set and right around here is where i'm kind of deciding if i want to take an rb or a wide receiver and in this case this but is Billy, kind of a player that's on the board that does, has Bill, two jumps. Billy, Billy, you gotta go quarterback here man there's a quarterback he no, plays I, running back and quarterback i i have well, the number well, two super flex asset y'all let me talk no so anyway you get 30 seconds god damn it the way I play fantasy is I like or dynasty is I like to play the next two to three years. And there's a quarterback on the board who I really like, who I think is extremely talented and can be productive. And typically in dynasty, he Justin may have a very long him. career. But this player who has a lot of question marks in terms of the Aaron longevity Rogers. of their career and the way they play their game, and because of that, I'm gonna take Lamar Jackson at the number four. Okay, are, that's you, an, the are you an auctioneer? Play. No, because y'all are rushing me. <laughs> He's trying to do my ed exit. Okay, so real quick, I'm gonna move oh this along. God. Jacob, when you see a draft start like this, what does it start to do? Man, I get so happy. <sighs> Look, I, I think that um I think that the first four picks should be quarterbacks. Um oh wow, that was absolutely heartbreaking. Um so the way this draft actually went, oh, uh Taylor Taylor went where Jackson went, and then it went Prescott, and then it went Jackson, and then it went Barkley. So I had oh, to switch man. that up. Yeah, so I, I went at the 1-8 pretty deliberately. Uh, Saquon Barkley is available at the 1-8 in like 90% of drafts. 
uh, because usually you're going to see those five quarterbacks go. You're going to see Taylor go. You're going to see McCaffrey go. And then a lot of times you're going to see Herbert even go. So you, yep. at one eight, like I usually have my choice between Taylor or Barkley um, and I at least have one of them. Uh, those are my two top running backs. So it's pretty disappointing to not see that. However, uh, it's also kind of cool because I don't own a lot of Christian McCaffrey in Dynasty because I prefer Taylor and Barkley, but I, I obviously really, really like Christian McCaffrey. Um, I am not as enthused on Herbert as other people are. I think yep. he's fantastic. So don't get me wrong. I think he's fantastic. I just think if I take quarterback round one, I'm trying to win the same way that everyone else is taking quarterbacks round one, but I'm taking the one who can't run. <laughs> so I just don't want to take it. I don't want to like be taking 80% of everyone else's production uh, in round one. I would rather win a different way. So yeah. uh, I will take Christian McCaffrey. Uh Dustin says I'm going to take Diggs. Look, I would love to have Diggs in this draft. Not in the first round, but I absolutely love Stephon Diggs. He is my wide receiver one in 2021. I'm taking him all the time in that form. So it was Herbert that went where you went, and then McCaffrey went. I don't know if people want the updates. Uh, You're going to get them whether you want them or not, so deal with it. Hold on. I just got to check my other board here. Okay. So now it puts it puts me on the clock, right? Uh, one eleven. I tend to fade quarterbacks, and guess what? I'm looking at these ones, and I don't want any of these guys right now. Uh, so then I'm starting to look at the running backs, and I don't really want any of these guys right now. And now look, I'm not a big like I'm a trade. We're all trade down guys, so I'm just gonna get this out of the way. We would all be trading down if we could. Mm-hmm. It's trade down for life, okay? Uh, but when I'm looking at this, I kind of did this before like, in another draft, and I did it in this one. It's not best ball, I know. <sighs> but look, I got to go with the guy, okay? I'll take the first receiver off the board. I'm drafting digs. This is not how I started, okay? I started with Dalvin Cook at 111 in this draft, but I had to switch that around with the with the way it went. So it's not going to be exactly the other draft board, okay? But anyway, so we got team 12 here. He's going to look at the board and he's definitely went. Uh, oh, shoot. I spoiled it. Uh, I have to do this first. Russell, I've never look, I've never done one of these before. Damn it. We're making and it work. Ru- the, Russ, is, Russ is so interesting because I think like people either view him in the, so for the tier first or they view him totally in a different tier. Like I, I've seen Russ go in the first round decently often and then i've also taken russ in the third round like it's, right. it's so wide the spread on him so just to recap the first round in this for because look if you're listening to this on the podcast we appreciate you this may not be the most uh you know the best for your listening uh fancies right but you can check the episodes out on youtube afterwards mm-hmm. and at fulltaildynasty.com that's at the dynasty vipers network and the fulltail dynasty uh podcast page which i'm sorry that i've neglected the youtube a little bit but i've been kind of focused on the website we're gonna get to it but look you got mahomes murray allen jackson <laughs> allen jackson prescott taylor barkley mccaffrey herbert dalvin Diggs and wilson and team 12 did stack wilson and metcalf which i think is great he's not the first receiver off the board but he is the second and that's not bad You're gonna win a couple weeks Right, and yeah. for me, I'm going with my typical start of Diggs and Tyreek Hill because if you're going to go with receivers, you go, you better grab two of the ones that are going to just rack up points for you, and those two, they are completely locked in. Mara. So we are rolling right now, and it's back oh to my God. Jacob. So, 
Ryan Tannehill in round two? Tannehill did go round Holy two in this draft. Holy moly. Yeah, so that's uh, ridiculous. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, this draft couldn't have fallen much better. Um, you know, I, I got Chris McCaffrey, who's one of the clear top three dynasty running backs. Yep. Uh, you know, I always I always throw over to quarterback, but heck no. Like, there's there's other guys that I would way Love rather have. Update. Doing our best here, homie. be available in the three, four, five. Um, I want elite players, and and like I'll come off my structure to get them. But to me, like if I'm taking quarterback right now, like I'm the distance isn't that far. All I, all you do by taking quarterbacks to me in round two from this tier, like we just saw Tannehill go. Now I'm looking at like Burrow, Hurts, Rogers. Like by taking quarterbacks in that tier. To me, you're just giving a massive advantage to the first four drafters. Who got I think I know who you're going here. Right? Like, the first four picks get the elite quarterbacks, and they made the right pick. But if you then just take a bunch of non-elite quarterbacks right after them, and you then let them get elite running backs and wide receivers, you're so screwing yourself. So, to me, because I already got the running back in round one, I want another elite player. You can see it already on the screen. It's my image. Uh, I'm taking my wide receiver one overall in Dynasty, and I'm taking A.J. Brown. Good. Yeah, it's... He went later in this draft for I don't even know why I should have taken him honestly, but um, one second. Okay, so obviously moving on next, you see, you know, we've got a running back. We got so this was a pretty. Oh shoot! I keep blowing it. I don't know what buzzing I'm hearing right now. Uh, I apologize yeah. for that. See, you go in at the what you did at the one eleven and the two two taking Diggs and Hill, like that really shifts things. Because to me, there are five wide receivers that are a cut above the rest right now, being Brown, Metcalf, Jefferson, Diggs, and Hill. I don't even have like a particularly set order between those five. But so to me, it's like, I, I, it's it's decently common. I can sometimes get Diggs in the third, sometimes even Metcalf. Right. But like those are kind of the two that fall most often. But when I see them going off as early as you took them, like, you know, that's when I'm like, all right, well, whatever. Then I'm just going to take a wide receiver too. Because I'm not going to get a chance to get one of those guys around three away. This board is looking at least. Exactly. Right. And and that's and that's how it is. So in between uh, my pick to Jacobs, uh, we had Derek Henry go. So team seven is stacked with Barkley and Henry, which is right around night. At this point, so many players have been picked by us that I, I do have to shift this board around. But I'm, I'm taking players. So basically what's happening is if these guys take a player drafted in a spot with these other guys, I'm just taking the next player at that position that got drafted, and I'm moving it down the board. Look, we could have done it with the ADP with the computer running off. We think that really kills the vibe. So we're going to keep this moving along real quick. We had after AJ Brown, Derek Henry, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Kels or Kelsey, however you want to say it. Kelsey. Billy, who are you going with? And All right. This is one of my favorite picks in terms of running backs. I've absolutely loved this player for a long time and I'm excited to get to take him here. Uh, he, he's an extremely safe floor player. And I think I'm going to be able to get some good options coming back. I usually like to take safer floor while we're picking here and then get some higher upside in rounds three, four, five, six. Oh so my I'm gosh. taking Nick Chubb. Okay. I'm, I'm in horror. This is like, this is the, this will be one of the few picks that Billy makes that I think I'll like vehemently disagree with. But I, I just, I so cannot I just wanna... imagine taking uh, a 25 year old running back who doesn't catch passes ahead of Justin Jefferson at this point. So look, uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting pick. Jefferson actually didn't go to the third round wow. in this draft, so he that we'll now that those picks. So look, so look, um, one thing I just want to mention, 
uh, really quick. Cam Akers went right here. Um, look, mm. uh, so just to be with the board, I'm still going to put Cam Akers here because he's he's got to go somewhere, and the injury sucks, but I am going off a board from a couple of months ago. Look, this is the pick, young running back. It sucks that he got hurt, but if we did this startup, you know, yeah, before right. two days ago, this was going to be the pick here. So well, that's, while you, that's um, why that pick is there. While you run through the rest of the picks, um, Billy, I'll get your take on it first. When when do you think you would take Cam Akers in a startup today? Uh, it's so hard. Like, I think he's a completely upside player at this point. Um, if I could, like, I'm almost to the point where I would flip a draft pick in, like, the oh, sixth or something to try and grab him just to throw him on my IR and hope for the best. Cause that's kind of like, if I could throw a 2022 second or something and get like a good earlier round pick, I would be completely happy with that at this point. Cause like acres is, I view acres as just a pure upside play. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, while, while you quickly decide on, well, how about this? You do your pick and then I'll talk about my thoughts on acres as Billy gets it up to mine. Okay, Billy, you're back oh, up. Oh, so uh, close to Jefferson, Billy. Oh, my gosh. In, be, in between, yeah, after Nick Chubb, it. we went Akers, Swift, Waller, and Gibson, Fields, Jefferson, and back to Billy. All right. So I've been playing a lot in the early round uh, rounds of draft, and I keep noticing that I get some decent players coming back around the four. So usually this round here is where I'd start taking my higher upside players. So I'm going to start with – the rightful winner of the Ridley versus Michael Thomas debate. I'm going to take Calvin Ridley. Here. <laughs> I knew that something like that was coming. Oh man. Sad day. Uh, remembering that this is premium okay. uh, for tight ends. We're oh, they did the double hits. up. Yeah. We, uh, he had two tight ends. It was Waller. So I had right, to go right pick. as Kelsey is leaving the door. Pitts will come in. Yeah. Right. Obviously none of us like, um, uh, Ezekiel Elliott in the third round. That's oh, not our style. So but right now we've got a we've got a couple. We got Henry Barkley and Adams on one team, which is a pretty sick kind of start for play. Now it's yeah. not our styles. This is what I like about this because with this board and not having the computer randomly generate and just go off ADP, we're seeing a couple of different styles and. Um, mm. A couple of different things in play here that you would kind of see in a real draft. If you just go by ADP when you're doing a mock draft, you're not getting what a true draft would be like. So for us, having these situations pop up, it's kind of all on the table. And I'm not going by random. I do have another draft sitting right here. All right, Jacob, who do you got? You started with McCaffrey. You've got AJ Brown. Where are you turning right here? Yeah, well, luckily, Billy doesn't have a pick between my next ones, so I'll be open about the strategy. Uh, maybe I'm going to get screwed, but I'm going to. There's three quarterbacks right now on the board that I have ranked basically the exact same. Okay. Uh, and so all of them would be the highest player on my board, but I kind of feel like I'm going to get one of them back to me at the four or five. And there's one other guy that stands out. It's tight end premium, and George Kittle to me at three yeah. eight is just a big cut above the rest. Yeah. So I'm going to take Kittle here and I'm going to hope that one of the three quarterbacks that I want falls. Exactly. That's, that's huge too, right? Because you're getting in a situation where tight ends are coming at, at premium, no pun intended. And uh, you're seeing some 
you know, do you pass on it now? Or are you giving it up? This is a dynasty. We only do dynasty except for Jacob, who's become a best ball nerd uh, in recent, in recent, in the last month or so. Uh, crap. I got to look at this team. Give me one second. I'm trying to make this as smooth and quick as possible. Very sorry, but this is a dynasty Superflex 12 team uh, PPR 0.5 tight end premium going off a board as best as I can of a draft that was done um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, so when you're looking at a team that's obviously going heavy running back, like right in front of me, that means to me at this pick, I have to take a running back. I see a guy that's going to have two picks before I get to come back. I don't know what's going to happen. I started with the rare and it is rare these days two wide receiver draft, which I've done quite a bit recently, honestly. So when I'm looking at this board, I'm looking to go, Oh, here's one of my favorite players just sitting here waiting for me to draft them. And no, I am not afraid of Gus Edwards or Lamar Jackson. If you watch the Ravens enough, you see that Dobbins is just so clearly a cut above everybody else. We're going to stop Joe Burrow's slide here with that pick right there. And we are going to come right back. So sorry. Let me just check. I got to double check who the player is. Okay. Yeah, well, you double check. I got to say, I've never drafted uh, Joe Burrow in a dynasty start this offseason. And this was the first time I came like extremely close. Because I think yeah. right? general, he seems like he's, he's pretty right overrated. I think in general, he's overdrafted. I've seen him go around the one two turn a lot. And that's yeah. kind of crazy to me. But I would have yeah. been all over it where he just went. Um, for sure. That's a great pick. So when I'm looking at a draft board that has no real tight end options, I'm looking at wide receivers. I've already got two, but you start three now. Again, this was a couple of months ago. or Sorry, a couple of weeks ago. So I'm looking at this. This is before all the anti-vax goodness. Uh, he was sitting there for me in the fourth round. I, uh, it was a little bit different. Right, it went a little bit different order, but you guys kind of messed with my picks here. So I'm taking Hopkins. So I started with Diggs, Hill, Dobbins, Hopkins. I'm obviously yeah. going for that PPR spam and the points. So you have literally my wide receiver one, wide receiver two, and wide receiver three in redraft right now. So you're going to put up a lot of points in those wide receiver slots. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, and that's all you're trying to do when you get a team like that. I mean, it's that's honestly that's that's all you're aiming for, and that's all you kind of should be aiming for, honestly. Um. Oh, I got to check. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to talk and do this at the same time. I'm trying to make sure. this as, as informational as possible. Billy, why don't you, when you see a board like this, when you're looking at staring down your pick coming up in a little bit, what are you targeting in this situation? Running backs obviously went flying off of the board. We're getting there for quarterbacks. Um, what are you seeing when you look at uh, a board like this? This is a really interesting board because this is something I usually don't see is it feels like a lot of, like positions are getting drafted at the same levels. Yeah. Like it seems like the same amount of players are getting drafted. So I'm kind of just playing best player available right now. So I'm going to yep. pass it over to Jacob since we're on his pick. Yeah. And this could not have gone better. Uh, I was hoping that either Burrow or my other guy was going to come back to me. Jalen Hurts. Oh, I was praying for the stack. And I got it. I'm taking Trey Lance. He's my quarterback eight overall in Dynasty. I would have taken him over Burrow like straight that. up. Um, and I'm so excited to press the button. Uh, so you know what's kind of wild about this? Uh, Trey Lance went around seven. That's in absolutely this draft. insane. I know. Was this pre-NFL draft? No, this is just a couple weeks ago, mate. Oh my god, that's insane. 
So here's the thing I feel about Trey Lance is people aren't projecting him to be like the guy. So it's really making people um, iffy about taking him this early in drafts, which is insane to me. Um, yeah, I mean, it's dynasty, right? Like, to me, I, I honestly, I, I actually think he's going to start week one, or at the very least, I think that there's a much better chance he starts earlier than people think. But, like, the, the 49ers are a Super Bowl contender this year. They're not like the Bears, where they're they're looking at the long term. They're looking right. at the win the Super Bowl this term. And they decided yeah. that the best way to do that was not drafting, you know, an impact defensive player. Uh, they decided it's, we're going to, we're going to trade up. We're going to mortgage our future for a quarterback because we don't think Jimmy Garoppolo can win us a Super Bowl. If they thought he could, they wouldn't have drafted Trey Lance. I, I think that they're going to want to get Trey Lance in the game as soon as possible. I, so we're up on, Bill, you're on the clock right now. You went I, Jackson, Chubb, and Ridley. What are you looking at? You just saw Stafford, Aaron Jones, Michael Thomas, Trey Lance, Mixon, Eckler, Hopkins, and McLaurin go off of the board. Who are you looking at at this spot? Yeah, I really wanted just about all those players who just went off the board. <laughs> so that's a little bit unfortunate. Here, like the 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 small part of my brain that is solely robust RB really wants me to go pick uh, a certain player right now. Oh, I don't have a. Everyone else has picks. Uh, wanting Miles Sanders right now, but I'm going to suppress that a little just bit. Push it down. I, I'm going to push that down in my brain just a tad and take one of my top five. I know early third Lance. I one, know Husker for sure. One of my high end wide receivers for the next couple of years. And this is probably going to be the biggest reach of the draft for me. I'm going to take CD Lamb to start oh, off. I don't think that's I a don't, reach. I don't all. mind that at all. I usually I mean, goes earlier. Like I've seen him go round two. I think CD Lamb is absolutely phenomenal. I've talked about this all the time. He's going to be locked in with uh, with Dak Prescott. The team wants to be an offensive juggernaut. The team doesn't want to build a Look. defense. It's very clear. So CD Lamb is hands down like this highly valuable player who's just sitting here. And regardless of who's regardless of what happens with Amari Cooper, he could be the wide receiver too there and put up 1,200 yards each year. Like I think C.D. Lamb is an absolute must draft in that case. He's going to be like, very good as the wide receiver too in Dallas this year. I, I'm i sad to see Miles Sanders jump off the board at that point. Oh my God, Tom Brady went in the round four. Jesus Christ. Tom Brady is going to have a year this year. Like He sure is. He's going to have a year. Yeah. Dude, he's playing till 45. I don't know what you're talking I, about. He's got two more years. I, I absolutely cannot support that uh, that choice. For team <laughs> that one. narrative. Um, oh, and he took – wow. So team one just took Tom Brady and Josh Jacobs, which is the most triggering possible turn for me. <laughs> I, like this is the point in the draft where I would immediately go to team one. Right, I would see that they drafted Josh Jacobs. And then I would see that they drafted Tom Brady. So I know, I know that's a team that's looking to win right away. Yeah. And they're living like there's no tomorrow. So they're trying to get their first round pick. Immediately I say, hey, team one, uh, 2023 first. Uh, I'll give you my round <laughs> eight pick. Like I, yeah. I want that team's 2023 And they're probably taking immediately. it. And they're, they're going to be all Look, over. I'm also doing this without – like obviously we're not doing trades, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to make this as – good yeah. as possible off this obviously billy's gonna go a rob to go with his ridley lamb uh that's my boy so just to jump in the reason why i love a rob is no matter where he's gonna end up whether he's in chicago next year or he's moving on somewhere else it seems like he's gonna move on somewhere else they're making him play under the franchise tag he's gonna be an alpha for the next two to three years and just because of that i absolutely love the stack of ridley lamb 
Robinson. Ridley, we know, is a producer. Robinson is absolute floor with a little bit of upside if he can get some touchdowns in a single game. And CeeDee Lamb is just this young talent who's going to absolutely detonate, I think. So I think this wide receiver stack is gorgeous. The only downside to what I'm doing right now is I don't have a second QB and I don't have a second running back right now. So with that being said, I'm going to pass it on over to Jacob to draft his. So whatever. from, I didn't so have a from Alan Robertson, Aller, Aller Robertson, I'm creating players in be a pro mode. Uh, we had Jamar Chase go next, Deontay Johnson and Aaron Rodgers to stack with Devontae Adams for team seven, who has Barkley, Henry, Adams, Thomas, and Rodgers. Jacob, when you see a player before you take a startup like this, are you salivating or are you realizing that maybe, especially when you have Herbert Tannehill, Edwards, Alaire, and Mixon after you, are you concerned about how it's lining up for you or are you just rolling with it? No, I'm I'm really happy with how this draft went. Like to me, I think I think I got McCaffrey and Brown pretty much right on value. Uh, I think Kittle should be a, about a two, three turn pick in tight end premium, in my opinion. And I think Lance should be around three pick. Uh, I was thrilled with the Lance value. Uh, I was once Billy, once Billy passed on him, I was praying Jamar Chase would come to me. Uh, I have Jamar Chase as my dynasty wide receiver six. Um, so I would have been absolutely thrilled. However, my second favorite rookie in this year's class is still here. Uh, there has been, Almost 20 running backs taken, but my RB12 from uh, actually RB11 now because of Akers' injury. Oh my God. Uh, my RB11 remains available. I draft him on pretty much all my teams. And so I, I'm going to just go Here ahead and ask Travis Etienne. <clears throat> I, I truly think him and, and his fellow rookie, Javante Williams, are just a massive cut above the rest of the running backs available. Um, and to me, like, so pe- this is something I was talking about with Tom early. I often draft running backs early and that's like somewhat by accident. In reality is that I don't want to draft running backs in the later rounds. Like once the running backs that are gone with the exception of Javante um, are gone, I just don't want to take a running back for a really long time. So it makes that easier to do if I already have a few. So now I have McCaffrey, I have ETN. Those are my two running backs for forever. I would backfill that at some point, but now I don't have to, I can just literally right click the wide receiver tab for a very long time and try to sprinkle in a quarterback. It is early for Deontay, but remember the truthers for Deontay love that guy and see him as a wide receiver one. I just realized I made a mistake kind of team 10 did draft running back for the first five rounds, but that's because there are actually three flex spots in this league, but we only have one. So I'm still drafting him for how he built his team. These weren't the five running backs, but obviously things got shifted around uh, trades and whatnot. He did trade up and everything. He has no picks. I think his start was hilarious. I'm sorry if you're listening. I know actually, I know you're listening or will be listening. I'm sorry. Your draft sucked. I did tell you we were doing this and I told you your draft sucked. I'm sorry, but your draft sucked. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about it in the DMs well, if you want to. Um, look, so I'm looking at this board. I have Diggs, Hill, uh, Dobbins, and Hopkins. For me, I swore I was going to let go of fading quarterbacks, but my RV one is still on the board. I actually uh, I did get. Going. I got him in round six, but seeing as how I, you know, uh, we are going by with some adjusted. Players, I can't let Javante Williams escape the 5'11". Uh, I did get him at the 6'2", but I took the same position because other running backs were gone. So 
Obviously, for me, with my draft being Diggs, Hill, Dobbins, Hopkins, and Williams, I have a combo. Okay, I've got some veteran wide receivers who are studs, and I've got two young uh, running backs who I think are awesome. It is a very Tom build, uh, I will admit. <laughs> uh, for sure, we're going to have – just give me one second. I have to um, have a look here. So sorry, I'm trying not to do this, Jacob. Yeah, I'll talk. When it. when you're when you're looking at a team that has all running backs, are you mocking them in the uh, chat or are you trying to play it cool? Yeah, so it, it honestly depends on what my team is, right? Like you're always trying to do a little bit of market manipulation. So, for instance, if if a team um, I actually screwed, I'll admit I screwed up. Keenan Allen went before this. I'm so sorry, but we're so going to get them off the board. It's right fine, here. man. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> If if that team uh, if that team was drafting all the running backs uh, like and I didn't have enough running backs then I would be making fun of him relentlessly right it's like what is this idiot doing with all the running backs they get hurt they're old or whatever right but in this case like I already have enough running backs so I, I would lay back I'd be like oh man like you guys better draft some RBs to keep up with Team Ten uh, because like at this point like I I have no interest in taking a running back again now that Javante is gone for probably seven rounds so exactly I'm, yeah. I'm, now I want everyone to take running back. So it really depends on what I want out of it. And that's the thing. Like um, Monty is a steal. Oh my God. Gotta be we're, me. we're not, we're not David <laughs> Montgomery people. I understand that people think that he's going to be the next big thing. We disagree. Uh, he, I think he's going to be fine. I don't think he'll touch that RB top 10 ever again, but I think a 15 finishes is, is totally in his range of outcomes. But in a reasonable spot. I'm not going to get mad about it. Yeah, exactly. Steal debatable i think the running back steal to me personally is etn and then williams I agree. um that's just me personally um i agree with that i think the uh, so we're more than halfway we're in the sixth round i'm gonna make my pick and then after that i just want to get an opinion from you two guys uh on who do you think has the best and the worst drafts thus far excluding team 10 because we all know he actually had the worst and i'm looking at my pick i don't have a quarterback yet and i'm looking at the guys and I'm really sad at who went. This is before we let it go, which you can go and check out. Uh, I'm sorry. I've totally missed this. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I know. Make pick, then talk. I get it. My guys are reminding me what's up. So look, I'm looking at this. I'm going QB. I have to go QB. And I don't even like this. I did draft him in the Scott Fishbowl. He was my QB2 at the time, but he's my QB1 on this team. I'm going with Baker Mayfield. Uh, he's been QB one. So it's Diggs, Hill, Dobbins, Hopkins, Williams, Mayfield. I think OBJ coming back is going to be big for him. Guys, who do you think has the best draft? Uh, Billy. Uh, real quick. Just want to jump in on this. I, th I had a heated debate with the person who I think is team 10. Uh, but in this case, I think Baker Mayfield is a great pick. Um, I really like team seven's draft um, provided like all the chips fall in the right direction. Like if Saquon is good, if, Rodgers and Devontae are back. That's a phenomenal stack. Losing Michael Thomas for a couple weeks could be offset. Like, if everything falls in the right direction, Team 7 is an impressive team. Correct. I agree. I think the injury now, I mean, it's all captain hindsight at this point, but I think that um, I definitely think that Team seven could have a dope team if everyone comes back and is healthy and, and is actually playing for their current teams. Um, um, Jacob, who do you think has the best? Who do you think had the best draft? 
Oh, that, that was triggering. Uh, and uh, you just put the pick for me, and I have the beautiful lamp stack. Anyway, um, I, I would say I'm looking at – look. well, first of all, I think that I have the best draft. But Without other than that, picking of course, yourself. Other than that, of course, uh, I probably like uh, Team 2 the most. Uh, I think, like, any one of those three quarterbacks is great. Kyler's fine. Love the value you got on Swift. Love the value you got on uh, – I love the Fields pick. And if I, you love got, DJ uh, I love DJ Moore. So I, I really, really love three of his five picks. That's probably my favorite. Okay. Um, this one, man, this pick is really gross. I don't want to oh. do it. Oh. But I look at my team. Amari Cooper. Amari and Cooper. No, no. I look at my team. I'm like, look, Lance is super young. ETN super young. AJ Brown super young. Carson Wentz. I have a team that's building for the future. Oh no! Tua. I'm gonna get Don't nothing out of this guy in 2021, oh, but Deshaun. he's gonna be a first round pick in next year if he's cleared of charges. So I, I just, I gotta do it. It's gonna be Deshaun. You Watson. can't not take Deshaun Watson, hey? Like you just can't. No, because if it's round six, like here, first of all, here's what I would do in this scenario: I would trade a first round pick to get an extra six, and yeah. then I would yeah. take Watson. And so then, essentially, I would make Watson my first-round pick next year. That's, like, the actual scenario of what I would do if this were a draft with trades. But to me, like, but before exactly- this happened, everyone was taking Watson 1-2, 1-3, 1-4, or 1-5. And, yeah. like, if if this if he's playing football in 2022, that's where people are going to take him again. Like, so oh, I, I just can't not take him. Uh, you know, when he's right there available for me. No, I agree. Skip. I think that's the right pick. I just, I just think it's, I think it's funny. Billy, you groaned just now. Is it because yeah. Carson Wentz or Chris Carson went off the board? I, I kind of want Chris Carson. Oh I my God. To me. Jesus he, Christ, Billy. He's gross, but I just an added <laughs> so You're going to make Jacob quit. He's that's just fine. <laughs> All right. Without him talking the entire time, I'm going to take Chris Godwin here. Okay. Uh, si- similar. Similar situation, Allen Robinson. He's playing on the franchise tag. He's going to come back. And if he's in uh, Tampa Bay, he's going to be useful. If not, he's going to be an alpha on a team somewhere. So why not take a paid Chris Godwin, who's going to be the focal point of an offense? Like, I think it's an absolute plus to take. And now when I see Tua come off the board, that was kind of upsetting because without Chris Godwin, he was going to be my pick because I believe in Tua. And it seems like a lot of people have stopped believing in Tua. Mm-hmm. So now coming around the board, I'm kind of watching what's coming off. I see Mike Evans jump off, which I'm completely fine with. I like Mike Evans if I don't have the team build that I have, if I'm looking to grab another RB to kind of sit behind. So now I like just what's coming up now. I have one tight end, one running back, one QB. I've gone almost exclusively wide receiver since round two. So now I'm just going to continuously talk to stall while uh, Thomas makes look, these picks. Um, so look, I just want to mention, I'm now at a point where I can no longer go off of this draft. There's so many trades in the next two rounds. There's 14 trades in the next two and a half rounds. <laughs> ish, ish. I did. Uh, so at this point, I'm kind of just going to go by what I think these teams would do. Yeah, let's do it. We're trusting me at this point. So I'm going to just make this as entertaining. Just but roll with it. As realistic as possible. So when you see a team that drafted Brady in the fourth to take Wilson in the seventh, does it kind of cool you off of that pick, Jacob, or are you still mocking him relentlessly? Uh, I mean, like, I don't know. I guess – so it makes some sense to me. Uh, but, like, I don't know. It's just 
I, the Brady in the fourth pick is like kind of bad no matter what you do it. So I, I don't think you can put lipstick on a pig. Uh, I, I understand that that helps. <laughs> it's just to me, like I, I understand that you that like then you backfill so that your quarterback will be fine, right? So that's a plus. However, like if you're going in with Brady, then you're going in on winning in 2021, and there's some extremely good wide receivers here. Uh, and essentially now you spent that 7.1 on a player who won't ever touch your lineup this year. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just not so sure about it. Sure. All right. Billy, quickly. My team is entirely built among wide receivers. So I'm going to take a pick here of a young running back who has the potential to earn his entire Play future sermon. here. I'm taking Miles Gaskin. Oh I my think fucking Christ. It's okay. <laughs> Could, Continue the draft okay. while I talk. So Miles Gaskin has the legitimate chance to continuously now. take like continuously take the next step and earn that role in Miami. It's completely open field. No one is behind him. Like I think Miles Gaskin could be a highly valuable player come next year. I think there's a potential that he pushes higher on into these drafts. I understand that right now it seems like a gross pick. If I didn't have the seven wide receivers on my team, I would have taken a wide receiver over him. But in this case, I like Miles Gaskin this year. I like him potentially for the future, provided he produces. So right now, this is a purely upside pick that could just pay dividends moving forward. Jacob, you're on the clock. Absolutely. And yeah, easy pick for me here. Uh, I'm already building young. I'm already sacrificing an entire year for my round six pick. So I will take um, another young wide receiver, one that I think has some superstar potential. Uh, I'm going to rock with Chase Claypool here. Uh, Claypool is a great pick in the seventh round. Yeah, I'm thrilled. I would have taken Claypool over, uh, you know, well, I wouldn't take him over Higgins, but everyone else has gone in the last while pretty much at wide receiver. I, I'd be thrilled to have Claypool. I just, the way I look at it with these picks, right, it's like even though we can only start four wide receivers, I'm always in just like a value mindset. So I'm just looking at like, especially when I take Watson, like I'm, I'm pretty committed now. I have two quarterback picks and neither of them are probably starting a game in week one. So I'm pretty committed to sucking this first year. Uh, and so now my mindset is, all right, Christian McCaffrey's on the trade block, you know, and then I'm just going to pick guys that I think will be worth a lot more next year than they are now. Right. And so when I'm looking at the board, I just see team 10 finally took his quarterbacks. I've got my, Look, we never draft for a starting lineup. That's a big no-no at the uh, fantasy walkabout. So I'm punting tight end at this point. I like some receivers. There's like, there's one running back, uh, and I'm not going to bother reaching to get him here after talking so much trash about him. Jacob knows what I'm talking about. Um, but I will uh, show you what happens with that when you don't take a risk on somebody and how that can bite you in the arsehole because it did to me in this draft. Now I'm looking at this board and I'm thinking who's going to come back to me after the eight, two, when it comes to second quarterbacks. And I'm just going to say D gaff. I don't care. I don't give a shit. I'm just going to keep rolling with uh, a player that I love. And it is Visca. Oh, I'm taking him at seven 11. He's uh, my fourth wide receiver. I think he's going to carry the ball. I think he's going to receive the ball very well, very well. And then this is where uh, things like take it. a turn for the worst for me in this draft, trying to outsmart myself. Um, Man, I'm sorry. So give me I, one I, second. I like Chanel just as much as Claypool. And I would have been, but like, 
normally I'd be like, all right, well, Chanel will be there next time. And I was so sad. That's right. We've got a couple rounds to get through, so we're yeah. gonna we are going to power through this now. I have to take a quarterback here, and it wouldn't be a draft involving myself if I didn't take Sam Darnold as my QB two. I obviously have been a Sam Darnold believer, a truther. I still do, still will. He is my bay. He will forever be my bay. Uh, Jacob, real quick, who are you taking at this spot? Yeah, so I mean, I'm just like. Uh, I'm just looking for guys who can accrue value going into next year. Uh, and, you know, highest rated player on my board would probably be Kenny Galladay here, but I, I think that he's going to be 29 next year. Potentially, I'm just a little bit more concerned. I'm stacking young. I'm just going to lock in Jerry Judy. Good. That's a good pick right there. I think Judy fell a little bit too far uh, because I'm trying to do a lot of things very quickly. Normally, Kareem Hunt goes earlier off the board than we saw right here. Um, but again, I'm trying to do a lot. So All Billy, right. you're on the clock here. I only have one QB. Um, I need to ride. I'll eventually pick one up either through a trade or some method, but for this year I'm taking Fitz. Fitz is a favorite target late. Um, obviously we know what he can do. Um, but I mean, will he be good? We don't know. But I think that this could be his year to finally play out a full season, do what he does, and hopefully, uh, you know, live up to expectations. Because everyone does love a good DGAF type player. And God, that's what he is. And we love him for that, obviously. Guys, when you're looking at a draft board and it's coming together the way that it is right now, do you have a player in the ninth, 10th round that you're just like, oh, please, Lord, please, Lord, let him fall to me? Or are you just like, whatever, I don't care? Yes, and I'm about to take him. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying anything yet. <laughs> That's funny. You're like, yep, oh. absolutely. I'm so, not going to say a word. I'm just curious, Billy. Like, Is there a world in which you would trade Kenny Galladay for Ryan Fitzpatrick? probably i'm sure there's a world i'm not a huge kenny galladay person uh i did get my guy which was aj Dillon, who i think all is right, a, right. a great flex position i think he's gonna have touchdown upside every year this year Perhaps. so absolutely aj Dillon, i think is a great option um but yeah the, i there is a world where i'll take kenny galladay over ryan fitzpatrick i don't know what that world is right now but i mean He's a productive uh, wide receiver. He's on a good enough contract that if Daniel Jones is absolutely horrible this year, he's going to get an upgrade at QB next year. So I agree. That's right, the well, situation. I'm, I, I'm in complete disbelief that Kenny Galladay's here in round nine. I think everyone is uh, being an absolute dummy, so I'm just going to take him. Uh, I think it's the, I think it's the Daniel so Jones. Good. I think it's the Daniel Jones thing. Like. Um, if I'm being totally honest, I think it's the 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 I think wet part that was free agency for wide receivers. I, I just think I just think people are drafting running backs and quarterbacks that they shouldn't. That's all. I think that like I could say the same thing about Galladay as I could about whoever whatever wide receiver I take next. I just think that pretty much after round five, everyone should simply right click the wide receiver tab and draft highest available. And I think that every non wide receiver pick that happens after round five for the next six rounds is absolutely ter terrible. Right. So when I'm looking, I'm looking at my build. I got Diggs, Hill, Dobbins, Hopkins, Williams, Mayfield, Chanel, Darnold. Look, 
I don't like drafting this player, but I also understand that Henderson's he's going to get already gone. Who's yes. Yes, he is. Yeah. That was a little late. I'm trying to do a few things at once. Line. So when I'm looking, when I'm looking at, um, I'm trying to kind of play it as it would be now. Uh, so I'm looking at a player who's going to get targeted in an offense. He may drop the ball. I don't like this pick, but I can't not have Evan Ingram in the ninth God, round. <laughs> like, I think in the ninth round, I think that it's totally acceptable to take a player like that. Can roast me if you want to, um, but I, yeah, I, I believe in that pick kind of full heartedly. And the ninth round, like it's the ninth round at this point. After that, like, do I want a terrible human being <laughs> like uh, Tyler Higby is? No, <laughs> like I don't really, oh, I don't really, and like I believe in Everett, but not anytime. Uh, here, so that's gonna be a hard no for me. It's tough to make these picks just off the top of my head, obviously. Right, of course. At yeah. this point, I'm just trying to move as quickly as I can because we do got a hard stop, but we're gonna get yep, we're gonna be going uh, right maybe, here. Yeah, that's so, bad. if I'm looking at my team to round it off, I have Diggs, Hill, Dobbins, Hopkins, Williams, Mayfield, Chenault, Darnold, Ingram. I'm looking for the best impact player I can, and I gotta tell you, it is a little. Little rough. It's a little rough out here on these streets. <laughs> uh, looking at the way it is now, but look, I want like Jacob said, a wide receiver that's going to have upside. Now, whether or not you think that he actually is, I'm kind of buying into the hype. I'm going to take Mike Williams at the ten two. I think that with all this talk about him being the X, he's the X, he's the X, he's the X. I'm actually going to be okay with taking him. Um, at that, oh, I almost set Jacob's pick. We don't want that. Who's your last pick here? You're you're rolling McCaffrey, Brown, Kittle, Lance, Etienne, Watson, Claypool, Judy, Galladay. Your team yeah, is pretty stout. I'm uh, heartbroken, of course, that uh, Rashad Bateman went. I would have loved to take him. I know but, he's only 27, bro. I know. But uh, I know. same same idea here. I mean, look, last thing I want to do is take a quarterback. I want to be scoring zero in the quarterback slot for as long as humanly possible. I want the number one overall pick. Uh, so I'm just going to key stack wide receiver. And highest young wide receiver on my board is Rondell Moore, so I will go ahead and click his name. That's a good pick right that's there. My boy. That's actually funny because the next one, uh, these guys are doing it. These guys are going to take Rondell or Elijah, one of the two. These guys are doing a great job at keeping these picks great. Uh, hoping you're enjoying this little ditty that we have going on here today. A little different for us doing a mock draft. Uh, it's not something we've done before. But it is something that we're going to do again. We are going to have another one. It is going to be a little bit uh, later in the season. Um, but hey, looking forward to it. Going to see how strategies change. And you are going to be able to get the results of this here draft uh, once we get out of here. So, Billy, your last pick of this draft, who do you got? I got Curtis Samuel. I'm going to stack him with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Nice. He's an extremely athletic player. He's going to be a gadget in that offense in Washington, an offense that's only going to get better. Uh, Zach Moss would have been my pick otherwise, but I think Curtis Samuel stacking. I'm going no tight end, which I'm not a fan of, but I mean, in this situation, I think I did pretty well. Okay, so that's going to do it for the draft. Obviously, we have to have a hard stop here, but Billy, I just want to get Jackson, Chubb, Ridley, Lamb, Robinson, Godwin, Gaskin, Fitzpatrick, Dylan, and Samuel. It gets messy after the sixth round, but it kind of does that in every draft. With Jacob, you got McCaffrey, Brown, Kittle, Lance, Etienne, Watson, Claypool, Judy, 
Galladay more. I like that build. And for myself, it's a little tough, but I went Diggs, Hill, Dobbins, Hopkins, Javante, Baker, Chenault, Darnold, Ingram, Mike Williams. It is a very Tom draft. Look, we do have to get a hard stop out here. Hope you've enjoyed the mock draft. And guess what? If you liked everything we talked about today, you can definitely get a hold of us. If you didn't like anything we talked about today, well, you can definitely get a hold of us about that. Do you have any opinions about our draft and how we went about it? Well, guess what? You can definitely get a hold of us about that. You can definitely do all of that at FullTailDentistry.com. You can do all that at FullTailDentistry.com by sending in the form. You can send us a direct message. You can send us an email. You definitely should be subscribing. You can definitely check out the video and leave a comment. The links will take you to the appropriate YouTube channels. Definitely stay tuned for the August 7th special edition of the Podfather and the Full Tale Dynasty podcast as we dive deep into some analytic stuff, and we're going to try to surprise them with the Billy, a special Billy Stack Corner and try to stump the Podfather himself. I look forward to that. I look forward to seeing you all of you at the Fantasy Walkabout next week, and I look forward to seeing you here next Friday at the Full Tale Dynasty Podcast. I want to thank everyone for coming in, tuning in, hanging out with us, and doing what we do. We couldn't do without you. So everyone, I just want to say for myself and my two mates, that's Billy, uh, uh, Jacob, and again, myself, the host with the most time in his hands, Please keep sending us support. We love all of you. Stay kind to one another. And as always, clear eyes, full hearts, can never lose. Good night, everybody. Jacob Sanderson. Billy Milestone. And your host, Thomas Tipple. Dynasty Podcast. This is the Full Tilt. Full Tilt. Full Tilt. Full Tilt. Full Tilt. Full Tilt. Jacob Sanderson, Billy Milestone, and your host, Thomas Tipple. This is the Full Tilt Dynasty Podcast. You're mocking me, aren't you? Oh, no, 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 no. Buzz looking alien! <laughs> <laughs>